Okay, so our recording has now started, and let's begin by saying good yantif, good yantif. It is your shvat. Of course, we're giving over another time. You have test shvat, but this is an amazing day, amazing day. The beginning of the Rebbe's Messias, very special, special kaychos. It's also the birthday. This year is being sponsored for Yechevet Perel Rachel Bas Itadela for Shnas Hatzlacha for Brachos in everything. And it really is an amazing time, amazing kayach. It's the Rebbe's kayach, and it's the Rebbe Ariyat's kayach, and it's Rebbe Shemifka's kayach. It's, it's amazing, amazing towers that are all happening right now. And we're doing the right thing. We're learning Chassidus, we're learning Tanya, and we're spreading it. Whatever you learn, pass on to someone else. Be part of spreading Chassidus. So today, we are going to spread Chassidus by learning the last section, almost 50%, of chapter 18, of the first fundamental chapter in the Derech Kitsara, in the approach of uncovering your natural love and fear of Hashem. So yesterday, we discussed the concept of inheriting a love. Today, we're answering the second question of the four that we enumerated above, which is, where in our neshama is this love found? So at the end of yesterday's section, we spoke about the idea of the Chochmah of the Evishter as being the repository of the Ein Sof, how truly every neshama, the lowest of the low, traces back ultimately to Chochmah Vatzilus within which is Ein Sof, and therefore every neshama has all of these infinite abilities. And then at the end, we spoke about the Chachman, your own neshama. Because the Chachman, your own neshama is this access point of the Ein Sof inside of you. So this leads us to our answer today that this Kayach is found, as we're saying, in the Chachman of our neshama. And really understanding, and of course we knew yesterday that the Kayach was found in the Chachman of our neshama, but understanding today what is the implications of this piece of Hashem being in the Chachma of my Neshama. So that explains that Chachma, the reason why Chachma possesses Ein Sof, the reason why Chachma possesses that Nitzot, that pizza of Hashem himself, is because Chachma has the most space. Because Chachma takes up the least parameters. Chachma, Koyach, Ma, the power that I say, what was that, means something of such intense bittle that it's non-definable. Since Chachma is so non-definable, Ein Sof has the most room because there's no definition, there's no parameters. So she can freely be within Chachma. This really ties into Yitzvot, of course. I'm thinking about Yitzvot because like, both of the Maimarim of the Rebbe for this year, meaning the minor from 1956 and the minor of 1976, both very strongly emphasize this point in a very avoidedic way, interesting for a mimer, of bittel, his spotless negation of self. Wipe yourself out to allow the abrister to flow through you. And here in the Tanya of the day, we're saying, Chachma is that place of such negation that Hashem could be so freely expressed, which means in the Chachma of your Neshama is the piece of Hashem that is 
beyond understanding, as Chachmah is beyond understanding. It's not rational. Rational thought on a godly level takes place in Bina. Chachmah is the source of reason, but it's not reason. It's higher than reason, which means a relationship to Hashem, which is found in the Chachmah of our Neshama, is also higher than reason. And that's why the Rebbe says that a woman, an ignoramus, can completely believe in Hashem. In other words, belief in Hashem is not a product of understanding because then it would be limited to those that have the ability and the knowledge to understand. But your relationship to Hashem is not understanding. Even if you understand a lot, your relationship to Hashem still is not coming from understanding. Your relationship is coming from a place of godliness, just as the Abishter is beyond understanding. This piece of him is found in the place of our Neshama that's beyond understanding. And therefore we can all grasp him, though we don't understand him at all. As the Rebbe brings a quote, A petty, a fool, believes. A clever person understands. Well, vis-a-vis Hashem, we're all fools. So if we're all fools, don't try to take it by understanding. Peti ya'amin. Take Hashem on belief. Now this might seem like a chisaron. Well, you better have a little wiser and could understand Hashem, but, you know, I'm ignorant. I don't know so much. So I can only believe. The Rebbe here is saying, no, it's not an only. This is how you can be one with Him. Because if we needed to take Hashem with understanding we would be able to take Hashem. Because we can't grasp Hashem. So the bracha is here that all of us can because it has nothing to do with understanding. It has to do with this intuitive awareness of Abishter that resides in a piece of me that's completely super-rational. Not lower than reason, but super-rational. Totally beyond it. And the Rebbe says, we see this in that all Jews, almost all Jews we see, will suffer so much, but they'll rather suffer than to die Hashem. And these are people that don't know of Hashem, and even the ones that do know of Hashem aren't dying for Hashem because of deep contemplation. They're dying for Hashem because they've got no choice. It's impossible to deny Hashem. How could you deny Hashem? Denying Hashem is denying yourself. That's how deep Hashem is inside the Jew. That's the point the Rebbe is saying here. It's a very, very powerful point that if I had two hours instead of approximately ten minutes, one could forbrain on and on and on this point of the depth of our relationship, how this applies to myself, and how this applies to every single Jew, and therefore how every single Jew I should view them this way, I should help them access this in themselves, and I should trust this in them even if I don't see it, and I should trust it in myself as well. That my, you know, nothing could make sense, and we still believe. Because if our belief came from sense, and as soon as things started to not make sense, there would go the relationship. If my relationship came from understanding, if someone could explain things to me in a different way, there goes the relationship. If my relationship was a box with the parameters of my understanding, I wouldn't be able to go past that box. Otherwise, I'd be in trouble.
But none of these things define our relationship. Our relationship with the Avishter is. That's it. It just is. There's not a because. It is. Just as we speak in Hasidus, how do, but how do you use the word to talk about Hashem? It's just Matsui. He is. I can't, I can't even use the word Matsuyas. Existence. Uh, that's really giving too much parameters and definition. Just is. Matsui. That, that's that's already too much, but, you know, I'm stuck. But that's all I could say. So, so too inside me, the Abishter is inside. And because the Abishter is, I believe. And anything a person could tell me, or maybe more practically, anything that could happen in my life or the lives of the world around me that seemingly so questions and threatens the tenets of my belief, you just go to a higher place of belief. Because your belief in Hashem is entrenched in your very being. And that's why Jews throughout the ages, Jews who seemingly haven't lived for Hashem, will die for Hashem. Because when they're at that moment, that ultimate moment, when they're in their core screaming out their existence, it's like they have no choice. To deny Hashem is to deny yourself. And that they can't do. So should we, we should take care from this message. We should use it to realign ourselves with ourselves. A very wonderful thing to do on your chat. And, and not just have it on the deep, Knimius, the Kudas, Nafsho level, but like like we said earlier in Tanya, we don't want to be so silly to to be able to die for Hashem and then waste our life. To really, really express in the details that inner 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 reality of each and every one of us. Gentis.